everyone. Welcome to Throwback Theater, the show that takes a look back at some forgotten films from the 80s, 90s, and early aughts. My name is Eric Lutz. Thank you so much for joining. And as always, I have my three close friends here to talk about some of these movies with me. I have Chris. Hello, Sensei. I have Lee. It's a it's a real steamer out there today. Okay. And I have Lucas. <laughs> I don't know what to say after what that you one. Say? That's Why? a weird one. I it's don't a, like it's it. It's hot. It is 92 degrees. Can we, can uh, we cut that? Can we cut that? Yeah. Cut that? Cut that? Yeah. That, that feels like temperature was 107. So humid. Oh, really? Yeah. I oh, felt boy. fine. I loved it. It's every single second. It was of awful. It. <laughs> I'm just yeah. No, I, so I I'm not ready. It's it's not even summertime yet officially. Um, uh, the blood moon came up. That that's the heat moon. That that's the heat moon. That is the heat moon. Um, today we're taking a look at the movie Beverly Hills Ninja, um, episode one hundred and one. One hundred and one. We did it. One hundred and one. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's all downhill from here. Uh, I just watched this movie last night for the first time ever Probably, no I, I think i watched it like last year i told you guys i was like oh i watched it i don't know if we should do that one or not but i will say that i loved this movie as a kid i like thought it was one of my favorite movies i watched it a lot too my i had a friend who owned it and we would go over there and just watch it a lot so so lucas you saw it did you two guys see it That's, no no okay. i i did okay so do you have memories from it or anything not i don't have strong or fond memories like i i remember renting it uh, and it was one, I think, I want to say my dad picked it out. Yeah. He thought it was right. funny. You know what I mean? It's like a dad kind of funny yeah. movie. Right. Um, I, I don't, re- I didn't remember a lot about it. I remember the palm tree yep. sequence where they, they use the palm tree as like a, as a springboard to launch into the, the, mm-hmm. the villains the, factory. Right. Well, this movie is kind of forgettable. Um, because oh, I, yeah. I felt like I didn't remember a lot. Um, I remember, you know, little bits. And There's then I watched not it last much night. to remember. Yeah, no, it's. Uh, I I will just sort of say this: it's not as funny or good or anything that I, as I remember. It's a uh, premise movie. It's like somebody pitched this. Yeah, like Chris Farley's Ninja, Ninja, and that's and it. Like, go. Yeah. So I watching it actually had a, a a different take on it, where I was like, oh, I could see how this was written as like an. Late '80s, like early '90s, like like very straight action flick, mm-hmm. where it was like, oh, it's gonna be like you know the Golden Child or something, and we're like, oh, it's gonna follow this guy, it's gonna be Van Damme, and he's raised by ninjas, and he has to go on this assignment in like in Los Angeles and kick ass, um, and they just took it and like turned Threw it into a Chris Farley, Farley vehicle. Can, can sure. I crush your dreams right there? Sure. <laughs> do you, you know, do you know do you have do you have facts? I do. Cuz I'm just the yes, movie, yeah, please hit us. The, the movie think was written or it was like pitched in like in the late 80s early 90s is when they kind of got pitched in and they had a name attached to it for the longest time. But it was not Beverly Hills Ninja. Should we all guess? Uh I don't think White Ninja. I don't know if you guys are going to guess uh, but sure. Okay. Well, it chose to tell us if it was supposed to be a comedy or not. The actor they casted was a comedian. Okay. Um, Eddie Murphy. He was not black. Jim Belushi. No. He was okay. already dead. I, oh, I'm sorry. I meant John. Yeah. I meant his brother. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It was not John it was Belushi. Amazing. It was also not a uh, fat person. Oh, okay. Jim Carrey. Dana it's Carvey. Clo- Dana Carvey. Dana Carvey's oh. right? Yes. Oh, boy. It I knew Dana it. Carvey. <laughs> Dana I Carvey. Can, was, I can see that. She, yeah. yeah. He might was, be better. He was attached to it for the longest time, and I forgot one movie he well, did. Master that, of Disguises, I kind of like that this, way after I, I understand, but he's doing kind of the but, same thing. But apparently thing. he was in a movie that came out before that, and he tanked, and then... Mm. 
hmm. conversation got, got stalled, like stalled, and then he kind of like dropped out. Uh, and then he only went back to do Wayne's World was his first movie. Okay, like right that he took again to do Interesting. it. And it got delayed until they got Chris Farley. I wonder if it was well, tough so guys. I, I was even thinking for this that like this movie, boy, this movie's not very good. So, but like it would be way, it would be so much worse if it wasn't Chris Farley. Yes. Yeah. I had the reaction watching it where the every all of the actors in this ground it so well that that's what makes it watchable. Um, I, I don't know. Yeah. I agree. I think it's a very stupid, silly premise. It's not very well written. No, it's but not. like, but Chris Farley, Chris Rock, um, the guy Luke Kang. Things with Robin yeah. Liu or it, something. It, it, yeah. He was this and and Mortal Kombat. I, I think that was it. one of the reasons why I knew this movie growing up same. was Mortal Kombat. Yes, yeah, mm. I was like, oh, Liu Kang is in this movie. <laughs> yeah, they all kind of grounded. Enough. I don't think Chris Rock does, but that's no, okay. Don't think but so? I think the rest is he rest doing? Do. Is he a little bit too like is he a little too yeah, I, I yeah. agree with you because like I. When I watched the movie again for the podcast, I in my head, Chris Rock was in this movie for a lot more from what I remember. Right. Joey, he's right? He's Joey. He, yeah. yeah, he's literally just chasing a chicken for this right. whole movie. Yeah. Um, so he never had. So like, like I consider this sort of like like Tommy Boy's the first one, and then like Black Sheep is like the second one, and then there's this, um, which I think Tommy Boy is great. Like I think Tommy Boy holds up 100%. Black Sheep I haven't seen in a while, and I I feel like I... You're talking I, about like Chris Farley vehicles? Yeah, where yeah. it's it's kind of just Chris Farley is a blank and does physical comedy and saves the day. But I think the thing with those two movies is he has... Um, oh my God, what the fuck's his David name? David Spade. He has David Spade there to, to ground him, and this he doesn't have... a. A, a side character. That's his brother who does. Yeah. Yes, but his brother's not interacting with him, so it feels absent. I um, love that though. Yeah, no, I I yeah. did actually like that aspect that he's saving the day the the whole time. But it just felt like if they're like, yeah, like those two movies worked. Let's just get Chris uh, Chris Farley in there and knock knock over tables and walls. That is part of the issue. Is like he's almost like too much of a bumbling doofus. Where mm-hmm. it's like, come on, man. Like you've been doing this for your, literally your entire life. You you're not. A little bit better at this. But it's this, okay that you're bad at it. I get that. Before that's Before we get point. too much into this, do we want to say what the, the the basic of the movie is, or we just want yeah. to just keep discussing no, it like this? Yeah, go go for it. Okay, so there is. Uh, we start in Japan, and uh, is it Chris Farley doing the, the voiceover in the beginning, or is it the the no, one? I sensei? think it's the sensei. It's the sensei. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and he says that a. Uh, a foreign? Do they call him from the beginning supposed to be a white ninja, or is it just oh, like Lucas, a foreign? Oh, Lucas, you're supposed ninja? to be doing the, the recap, and you're just you're asking so many questions. <laughs> go. Okay. I, I just, I just, I'm trying <laughs> right. to get it right. In Japan, there's like a secret ninja base hideaway training camp, and a baby washes up on, on shore, and they think he's like the savior of the ninja camp, and grows up, and it's Chris Farley. There's a um, legend. Yeah, legend about involved. Because I, I, I forget if they actually call it supposed to be a white the ninja. White, yeah, the white yeah, ninja. It is the white ninja. Um, okay. And uh, basically, he's Chris Farley, and he's Chris Farley. He's he's a bumbling idiot, and um, a woman comes into the dojo, asks for his help. He uh, it's just a make any sense. I but. know how to. Yeah, so many <laughs> issues there. He gets there. involved. He with. gets involved and basically ends up in Beverly Hills, where he's trying to find her husband and solve the crime. Meanwhile, he's been accused for for murder a few times. Um, this is also money laundering. It, no, it's, it's counterfeit, counterfeit, counterfeit yeah. which is our second counterfeit yeah. movie. The other one is Cops and Robertson. Um, <laughs> And ends up saving the day with Chris Rock and his brother, who's Liu Kang from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah. like that's the very brief overview of this movie. Did you guys read any trivia about this movie? I no, didn't. I didn't read any. Because some of it's kind of fun. Like what? And again, it's IMDb trivia, so you have to take it with a grain of salt. 
But one of my favorites, it just says, Christian Bale, when asked what his favorite movie was, named this as his favorite comedy. <laughs> All uh, right. This it, is it Christian Bale's favorite comedy. Um, um, yeah, and Chris Farley apparently... Um, Cried after yeah. the yeah after the premiere of this he movie. Did not like the movie. Yeah. Oh, in a bad way. I think I in, in a bad way. Like, he was really really disappointed and like didn't want to do well, a comedy th- th- again. There's there's a thing in well, this he movie. He didn't do too many. Well, well I, I think they, this they, was they, his last. <laughs> so the one after this, one almost heroes. He actually died before they released. So this was like the last movie he was like. Is that alive the one with Matthew Perry that they're yeah in part of Shrek? They're competing with Lewis and Clark to try and get to the West Coast. I like that movie. I did too. From what I remember, but my thing on this movie that I think it's missing and it could have really improved this movie is because we are having here a uh, fish out of water. He's a fatherless kid in a... He's an he's orphan. A, he's a stranger in a stranger land as they come. He's but he adopted. doesn't know that because he's raised he as He's a, a white man in a whole thing of just J- Japanese ninjas. He knows he's not from there. He just embraces the culture and he's... So the whole idea should be that he... That the ninjas and the sensei is his father figure. Mm-hmm. And... And then I guess as he leaves there, if he should have this kind of like loss and fail. There's the father figure story here. It's it's kind of set up, but they don't do anything with it. And I think it just makes the movie shallow because okay. then it's just Chris Farley just well, I bumbling mean, around. It is shallow and everything feels unearned. There's not even like a low point in the movie where he's like, I'm not a ninja. You know what I mean? Um, like or he, he tries to leave and go somewhere else, and yeah, no, right. It so like, have like that. that is definitely like like a, an, an answer to a lot of a lot of the problems there. Doesn't even necessarily need to be that, but that that definitely he never help. really fails. No, like there needed to be a mm. point where he's like, and it's yeah, I fucked this up worse. Like I am not a ninja. I'm he, just gonna yeah, right. And he, but he is actively failing throughout the whole movie. But he doesn't fail mostly because his brother yes. is secretly covering for him. Yeah, because his low point is the one moment that he just kind of meets Sensei and their uh, extra body. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh right. Yeah. They, they, when they're spirit they realm or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Spirit realm. yeah. And he pretty much just gives him the whole spiel. That's like, yeah, like I, I wish I was like my brother because he's a great ninja. And then he realizes that the brother also hates him mm-hmm. because he's a terrible thing. And like they wrote together in that moment, but it's so fast and so. I want to, I, I want to pause this for a second because I watched this with Hannah last night. There was maybe four times when she laughed out loud. So I want to know if there were parts where you thought were funny. Oh yeah, there's. I mean, Chris Farley. This is him in his prime. Uh, is it though? I watched I with Colleen, so. and she, okay. she we, he, we, we left at moments. He does sure. what he does uh, at his best. Like when he's just like, oh wow, I, I'm glad I didn't hit this old shrine. It's <laughs> and all just, of our ancestors, and then it right. crumbles. And he's just grabbing right. the the. He's like, Gobi. Oh, no. <laughs> well, they were great teammates. <laughs> they were a great team. <laughs> I will say the one bit that always makes me laugh is um, because he's accustomed to removing his footwear when he enters the building. I love yeah. that. He's too. staying in a very fancy disappear. hotel, and at the entrance of the hotel, he he constantly is removing whatever footwear he has and leaves it at the door. And there's just an old janitor who comes along and sweeps them up and throws them away. <laughs> and if you, every time he starts to do it, he looks each time and yeah, like, he's wondering where his other shoes yeah. have gone. And he even says at one point, like someone's been stealing their shoes. <laughs> That's the best writing in the movie. It's yeah. funny. It's because it's a subtle joke. And I, I, and I like when he's, I'm sorry. Um, finish it up. When he has to uh, pretend that he is the, the banker I like who's going too. to I, I forge like the, yeah. the counterfeit money for them. Mm-hmm. And he has the fake mustache, Sean. And he's, <laughs> and he's just repeating the jokes that that guy did yeah. as well. He's like, ah, oh, nice coat. We're just getting the couch. Yeah. Yeah. Who shot the couch? Yeah. Yeah. 
Because yeah. I also what I, I always thought was really funny, and it, watching again, I think is still really funny, is the brother. Because he just, I, I love that he's supposed to be his shadow, and he's so good at it. Because he, yeah, I love that he 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 shows up in places even before Chris Farley knows how to get there. Because <laughs> yeah. when he's when they're in the, the the hotel and he gets the room, and Chris Farley's just putting stuff in the closet, and the brother is in there. I think like for some reason for me like that's so it's so dumb, but it's so funny that the brothers are like, oh, he knows exactly what room is. Like, he sneaked <laughs> he, in there before the door. Yeah, he does the open. same thing when they go to the villains. Uh, warehouse, I yeah. guess, the first time. And he's working there. Already. Yeah, he's already he's driving a forklift <laughs> and like it's, it's just like in the workforce. Also just dressed as the statue. Yeah, uh, that actually got me when he moved. I was like, "Oh shit!" I was like, "Oh, it's his brother." I was like, "I didn't realize." When, when I was watching us with Colleen, they go to the Hibachi mm-hmm. place, and yeah. uh, there's the the, the 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 other Japanese woman there. And I was like, oh, I knew exactly who it was because yeah. he's always just popping up in these places. And then until like the the way it came off, Colleen did not see it coming. It's like, oh wow, he's really good as a woman because like it just like he blends. He's so good. He has great hair. I want to say that. Yeah. <laughs> he's well, phenomenal. I, I thought it was a joke in one of the funniest ones when the guy goes to rip his wig off, but his his hair is longer than the wig. Like. He has oh, long yeah. hair. Yeah. I didn't even notice that. that part. I didn't pick up on that. It, it was so, because, like, why is he wearing, he has a long female hair. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that was supposed to be a joke. I, yeah. Probably, to yeah. be honest. Well, even, like, the part, so he, when he drives to, drives Chris Farley to the villain's lair, um, warehouse, whatever, because Chris Farley's blindfolded in the back. Yeah, because like, he thinks he can remember. Yeah, and, like, that's, he knocks out Chris Rock. But, like, the, the scene, because he's like, all right, yeah, take it right here, and he goes down a one-way road, and they end up on a racetrack, <laughs> and then that's kind of it, right? It's a horse racetrack, right? It is a horse yeah, race yeah, track, yeah, yeah. And then they kind of just go, or they, 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 they go through the car wash. They, they force it, him to pretty much go back so he can, like, do right. a rise. Like, you, need to follow, you need to follow exactly what I tell you. I guess I just felt like that would pay off like i just i felt like like it like the joke was like chris farley falls down but i would have liked it if it was like chris farley falls down and like finds a clue you know what i mean like like he stumbles on well you kind of want chris farley to eventually be good at one thing and he's not right he's not really ever There's, like what's the arc of his character right he yeah. never he never is never like even just if it's as simple as like oh he can never like land a throwing star Right. And he finally does it. They don't even give him that. He's just still a bumbling mess at the end of the movie, and he's yeah. still not a good ninja. He never yeah. becomes. Uh, well, but I think there's also the, the part myth of, what of a white ninja. He's, he's, not, he's not supposed to be. I think he's just. He's not. He's his, not the the chosen one. Yeah, I think it's just that he needs right, to but find he his did own also path. Grow up and in he it, does in a ninja. find the, his path at the end when he just leaves and goes to have his own life. Not with Sally Jones. But see, I would have liked if he went to Beverly Hills and found out he was good at something there. That like that that was sure. not ninja related. I think, that, that I think that's a like, fair. Oh, point. especially if they put him in a movie like oh he's he ends up being really good at like production and he ends up like running a sure. movie studio or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, sure, that's funny. Something like no, that. I think that's a fair point. And I think that there were because I, I mean I keep in my head relating this to to Tommy Boy. Um, like like the love interest in Tommy Boy is kind of like a salt of the earth, middle blue collar sort of woman who like sees Tom- and like, like like they grew up together in Tommy Boy. So like they knew each other that way and it kind of worked and made sense. And just the, the love interest in this movie, it just it, no, it did not work forced, for me. Yeah. I mean, it's forced from the beginning. Right. She yeah. just shows up at this secret ninja so, dojo. Yeah. Which first I thought it was on an island, and I'm yeah. like, I mean, How did... Japan is an island. Oh yeah, but an island off of Japan. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. God damn it. Um, yeah, I felt like that was. Yeah, she's like, I need some help, and I'm going to go here to this this dojo, and 
they'll help me. But also, what was her plan? She she wanted. She was, she was she's dating the guy who she believes murdered her sister. Right. And she's but, dating him on purpose to get close to him to figure out. Then to, why to didn't she go proof. to get a ninja? She needs help. I think it was to get actual proof because she cannot walk into. He's not going to let her walk into that meeting with the guy. Because we talked about how he's counterfeiting money, right? Yeah. That's his plan. Doesn't Buying, she tell him that she thinks he's in danger? That she, that she thinks her husband's in danger. Well, yeah, I, uh, yeah, yeah I think that's right. part of her story to well, get she him lies. to do it. Yeah, she lies because well, why go in there? It, <laughs> doesn't make any yeah. sense. Okay, yeah, I know. I agree with that. The, the writing of this movie is is awful. Like it's it's really it, bad. Like, I think they relied heavily on each day being like Chris will do something funny. Yeah, yeah, and that's what the whole movie felt like. I mean, the, this movie is forgettable. Like the whole second act, I just it it's a blur. You're like, what's like the funniest scene in the movie? Maybe the beginning. When he's like showing off all those, he's like, "Oh, that that shelf wasn't made by ninjas." I, I was going to say the, the the hibachi scene when he's <laughs> trying to trying to spin the knives. Ooh, and, stuff yeah. like that. <laughs> and there's like a, a shrimp and a boob. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. he sniffs it. Also. <laughs> that reminds me. So something I remember from this movie that it's so my I watched this with, with my older brother. What and is this rated? PG thirteen. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, um, and uh, he laughed at the scene. He, 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 Chris Farley says, "I will go to the hills of Beverly," and and my brother laughed, and I was like, "What was funny?" And he goes, "The hills of Beverly," and I'm like, "Yeah, what's what's funny?" He goes, "It's like her boobs, the boobs, hills of Beverly." That is not the joke. There no. is no joke there at <laughs> all. I mean, the only like the joke is that he's you know yeah he's saying it he is strangely quote unquote yeah. foreign yeah, and, yeah. Like, and right. not understanding what the, the city is called but i remember that as my brother thinking that was the joke where he was accidentally talking about well, he does do the scene though uh later when they take they all have like the laughing gas or whatever yeah when laughing they mushrooms. The mushrooms. yeah and he rolls under the floor with her mm-hmm it's like oh, and I then be they in have that temple. moment where he's almost gonna kiss her, and she's like, "Oh no!" And he's like, "Oh, sorry, I, I did. I wasn't trying to like enter the the sacred temple. I just wanted to maybe like climb the steps and and take a peek in inside of the temple, but <laughs> but not enter it." And it's like that yeah. whole thing was like, "Ew." I do like the whole scene with with Will Sasso as the uh, the counterfeit or the ink specialist. Yeah. Guy. Watching Will Sasso do those takes, like they must have been on set, like do it. Do go bigger. Go bigger. He is, he is. It's too much. He's, he his looks tongue's like out. He's going, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, it's, it's. Sorry if that just fucked up the whole volume of the podcast. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. They, I, I feel like they, they did a take and they were like, go a little bigger, Will. And they were like, then they did another take. They were like, a little louder. They're like, all right, go to a 10. I just chew this. Like, we're not going to use this take. Just, we're just, just go as big as you can. I didn't realize that those two dudes had a crossover. Like, I didn't know Will they were Sasso the same, and Chris Farley. Like era. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Will Sasso has been in so much stuff that it's, yeah, I, I don't even know his old list. He, he plays so many bit parts. Um, yeah. I mean, this movie is Chris Farley stumbling over stuff and what He's else? stumbling over a lot of stuff. Do you, oh. do you think that his style is good like do you it can f- be but yeah, I for think snl it's it's obviously perfect right uh, but uh, i think era. chris farley yeah I, I mean man i again i just i like i gotta go back to tommy boy because he's like a fat idiot in there but like he's lovable he has depth to him he is he has heart like oh, that movie also has low lows yeah exactly right Rob exactly lows? and he's 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it does also have Rob Lowe. It, has, well. it has Rob Lowe on the ground, so yeah, it's pretty low, low. Um, but like this does not have any dimension to it at, at all. And I just felt like the joke was, look at how fat and dumb he the, is. The, the joke is and big, like, fat, and a little coat. And yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. You just give him instead of a coat, it's just a kimono. Not as racist as I thought it was going to be. Not as racist as the next movie that we're going to talk about. Because um, <laughs> that movie is problematic. But uh, we were going in being like, how racist do you think this movie is going to be? Like, probably very. Beverly Hills Ninja? Um, yeah. Um, um, yeah, the only you know, really. comment they really have on that, too, is at the end when they're like, a group of ninjas has like spoiled the, the plans of this bad guy in this warehouse. And here we're talking to one of the ninjas and it's Chris Rock's character. Right. And they're like, Oh, uh, you don't look Japanese. And then he has some, <laughs> have you heard about the black ninja? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Chris Rock needed to have a whole bleep, uh, B plot in this movie. Like he, oh, he needed to be definitely in, in more. Cause he also doesn't become a ninja either by the end of it, which is like, you'd think uh, that uh, would be his arc. Chris Farley also got him that job. Oh yeah. He said he wasn't going to do the movie without, unless Chris, they like yeah, hired Chris, Chris Rock. Yeah. yeah. And, and he is Chris Rock to like to, to the 10th degree, he but not utilized. Just, well, no, yeah, yeah, not yeah. at all. He's just sort of yeah, shouting. Yeah, the first time that you see him, like, it looks like Chris Rock is just doing a stand-up. You know yeah. what other the joke I just thought of? The, the hand is... Uh... Because of that, when, he, cause he's, when he's leaving the hotel, he's like, Joey, you're with me. And then he's like, oh, here's your car, sir. Thank you, asshole. He keeps yeah, calling that guy yeah. asshole the whole because time. Someone, he thinks, yeah, yeah, he someone, thinks it's yeah. a term of, like, endearment. endearment. Yeah, yeah, that was chuckle-worthy, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> um... That's it. And that's the movie. <laughs> that's the movie. We yeah, just, it's like, not. It's, it's, it's so forgettable. It's 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 that shallow that that's pretty much all we have to say about it. Like, it, 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 yeah, the writing like, is so bad, it, you can't critique it because it's like it, it's not present. Like, it yeah, should not be. Can't critique the arc because there is no arc. Yeah. It, it, uh, no. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. It's what just, is the theme? It, it, there is no theme. It's a slapstick like Three Stooges it's, with it's, Chris he, Farley. He's looking for her for kind of unknown reason. Like, he, I mean, he feels like he needs to help her, but like. I don't, and then she has a name change because it. it There's I a bomb know, sequence. Gotta love ticking clock climaxes. Yeah. Uh, I, I do like the little joke with the the name when he just keeps thinking that he's the only one that knows her true name, but everyone right. else oh, yeah, calls he makes her excuses. Yeah. <laughs> and then he opens a, a, a birthday card that says like, "Allison, love mom." It's like, huh? <laughs> everyone calls her Allison, but me. I mean, there is the scene where he ultimately learns to fight for some unknown reason. Where he becomes good at fighting. Chris probably also did a lot of his own stunts and things, oh, yeah, which I mean, is he, amazing. He would be very active. Which, yeah, it's great. Yeah, I don't know if his body could take all that. And so much coke. Oh, apparently, set. he did yeah. get injured. Oh, really? Uh, performing a stunt, yeah. Mm. I mean, I, yes. I'm he was supposed to once. go through a wall, and I think one of the walls was like a stud, that, Ooh. and it didn't any didn't break, and he hit that. Um, yeah. This is this why I had to hit your mark. Clearly, yep. he's not a good actor. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this, is, this kind of ends our... Um, or ninja movies. Our, yeah, I mean, I'm sure that there are many like on more unknown ones, but I think we we hit the big the big hitters. Yeah, I would assume so too. Yeah, I think you're right. Well, it sounds like we're. I mean, I know it's early, like it's it's very early for us, but like we said, like it's, it's a just, short, fast, easy movie. Yeah, I yeah, mean, but it's it's so free. It feels like it should be an SNL skit where the SNL skit yeah. is just like, oh, the world's worst ninja. And it's just some people constantly yeah. going and seeking help from a ninja. And he's just a bumbling idiot and I, breaks all the stuff in the room. That's yeah. Yeah. I like that. Like, and, but then, then that's the end <laughs> yeah. of, end of skit. You know what I mean? Like it's, it doesn't continue. Like there's no, this story is so sh- hollow and shallow. Right. Well, here's the question. Was it boring? 
for you guys. See, I liked watching it. Because I, I like Chris Farley. I, I, also, think he, I didn't find it boring. Yeah, either. he's in his prime. Right. That's, I think the actors, again, anchor this movie. They drive everything. If you replaced the actors in this film with anyone else, the movie's worse than it already is. It's right. not yeah. a great movie, but like, no, it's, it's so much more unwatchable. It, it, yeah, it, exactly. It is stupid silly, but it's fairly entertaining. Like, hmm. it's, it's hard not to just... I was never bored watching it, I guess is what I'm trying it to say. It would be fun on a Friday night to go see with your friends if it was like Probably. in the theaters. Yeah, I mean, this is like a this is like a eat pizza and talk. It's like an hour and a half. Movie. It's also short. It's very yeah. short. Yeah. What did you guys think of Sexy Silhouette, Chris Farley? Oh, yeah, that was funny. I, I, I remember that. Awesome Powers too. a little bit. A little yeah, bit, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. 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 like, I mean, the whole sort of beginning of the second act, I feel like I just like don't remember. Like, I, I remember everything until he leaves and then... Um, he goes through the airport terminal with like the, yeah ninja, with stars, ninja stars and, and stuff, <laughs> and then it's like I remember kind of like the end and, and, and the the hibachi scene. And well, yeah, because it doesn't make any sense. There's like rival gangs. Yeah, and everyone has Uzis. Once no, again, they, it's they like why are there people with ninjas when they have guns? Yeah. <laughs> they, they they go to because apparently it was is it, is it the yakuza? Yeah, they use the term yakuza. Yeah, they they because they they're all trying to kind of feed money, but each one of them has just like the one half of the yeah. the, the the bill to be printed. So they're just trying to kill each other for the other half. See, I wish it was a, like somehow involved in like a a bigger scheme. Right. This, yeah. this reminded me we we stakes needed to be high. There was a guy we went to school with uh, who pitched a script in a screenwriting class we were in about like a bumbling idiot in like 1776. Mm-hmm. And but he through like his actions of being an idiot ends up helping like start and finish the American revolution. Yeah. All the historic things. Like he ends up, he accidentally meets George Washington and does something goofy. And then that in like helps George Washington to like win this battle. And he meets Ben Franklin and helps him write this thing. And it's all by accident. It's him like just, Chris Farley would be great for that role. No, totally. Especially if like he has the costume from, from almost famous already. Yeah. Not almost famous, almost almost heroes. heroes, Excuse me. Um, yeah, it, it would totally work that way. But like, there's a, when it ends, he's part of a bigger picture, and it's like, oh, he's this was very father. significant. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. This is like, okay, well, it's 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 <sighs> it's maybe cliche, but almost like what should have happened is like the 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 dojo where he's from should have been like under attack. You know, like like the bad guy should have been sure, like, oh, he's he from, has like, to go that home guy. and and he has to or be the, the one to save all the other ninjas. Right. Missing the sure, yeah, yeah. makes him, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and or even then, him then. Yeah. that can that's like your your second third act, where it's like he he settles things in Beverly, in Beverly Hills, Hills and then he finds out as revenge the bad guy has gone to Japan and taken all of his brethren right. and father hostage yeah. and he has to be the one him and his brother have to go save them yeah. and he's the hero right exactly and it's just man it, this movie just felt cheap it just felt like Chris Chris Farley is unstoppable and whatever he's going to be in is going to be great and then it just made him cry um, do you guys want to guess the, the budget in box office? Yeah, I was really hoping you had this, actually. Yeah, yeah, right, let me pull it up here. So uh, hit me what you think for the budget. Budget was probably... 25 million. Ooh, that's 22. high. 25. I would say 15. It was 18. Uh, I was you guys say, are it sort of in between you guys there. Um, box office. 25. Mm, 65. I think, I think it makes its money I'll back. say 22 again. Uh, 37.9, so 38. Okay. So this was a hit. Um, I don't know how it critically was received. I, I probably, oh, Rotten Tomatoes has an approval rating of fourteen percent. I was gonna say, wow, that's fans? pretty low. Imagine not. What now. about yeah. fans? I don't know. This is just, I'm the just on Wikipedia. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um, 
uh, Entertainment Weekly said a yawner plot about Farley busting up a yen counterfeit ring and that. That's pretty accurate. That's when the writers ran out of ideas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Again, it, it's like a it's like someone had a pitch and they never wrote a script and every day they just came to set and were like, "What happens next? Yeah. I don't know. How about this?" But it wouldn't take that much to just make this a cohesive story. No, it really wouldn't. That's why it feels lazy. The the only thing that I do appreciate in this, especially with all the other uh, ninja movies that we watch, I I like that this one doesn't seem to have any entirely phony, like, out there characters. Because, like, when you watch, Mm -hmm. what really bothered me on Three Ninjas are those three dumbass surfers. They have, sure. no, yeah, that was a, that's they have no reason to be there at all. And they're like, and even again, Rob Schneider on Surf Ninjas. Because <laughs> yeah. it's like, why are we adding these? Like, why? Like, you already have ninjas in this. Like, you don't need any other. Zany like, well, Zany I would character. argue that Chris Farley is that character in but, this but movie. But he works though. because he's the lead, though. So, yeah. like, it's. it's uh, like, sure, okay. He's not like a peripheral character who's just there to Spice move the plot along. He is the plot. He is the story. Mm-hmm. He is the movie. Yeah. Uh, uh, and I think that, you know, had Chris Farley lived and done Shrek and continue to make movies, I mean, I think there would be more classics. Oh, and you'd have that out. thing where, like, you'd have him every oh, once in a while. supposed to be Shrek. Yeah. yeah. Originally. There's, you can watch, like, oh, he early lines. some of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've heard up to half of the movie That's is vaulted. Really? Yeah. But yeah. I think they're I on actually, YouTube. Like, you can actually watch no clips. Clip. So. I'm also going to argue that the movie probably would not be as popular oh, as Mike it would Myers be without... Great. Yeah, I think Mike Myers really crushes Because does Chris Farley yeah. make any voice, or he's just no, Chris yeah. Farley he's talking? Just Chris no, Farley. he's not doing the Scottish accent. Oh, so he doesn't do anything. He's just Chris Farley talking. He's, he's just Chris Farley. And, and before, I guess, Mike, Mike Myers was going to do kind of his own voice, but like a little bit more Canadian, and recorded some that way, and was like, this isn't working. I'm going to do Scottish. And, and Oh, it's great. That's, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mike Myers is fantastic in it. Yeah. Um, But yeah, no, I think if he was still doing that, he would have also had like, you know, a couple of those, like what Adam Sandler has done, where you get like the a shitty hobby Halloween. No, and- no, no. I, I mean, sure, you have that, but I meant more of like, oh, you get an uncut gems, or you get uh, a Paul Thomas Anderson mm-hmm. movie, where it's like, oh, he actually gets to showcase yeah. a little bit more of like well, his talent. He, here's here's a thought I'm going to throw at you: if if Chris Farley was still alive by now, I'm willing to bet he'd be skinny. Yeah, er. I agree. Yeah. Skinnier. Right? Yeah. Sure. I think like he'd probably be like, yeah, more in shape. And then people would be like, why aren't you like falling and breaking coffee coffee tables? And then but then he'd reinvent like, himself as like a serious actor and yeah. kill it. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're probably Jonah right. Hill. Yeah, Jonah Hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. That's a good point. So it's early. Let's get to ratings. Um, negative five to five scale because I feel like this is gonna. I feel like our ratings are going to uh, warn a discussion after. So does anyone feel confident? Yeah, Lee. So I. This one's hard because it is watchable and I did find it fun, mm-hmm. but from a writing standpoint, it's a, an abomination. There's almost <laughs> no writing. Yeah, it's it's like a skit movie. Yeah, and so but uh, like bad skits. Mostly. Yeah, you should do like all those like because like SNL sort of came out with all that like they came out with Wayne's World. They, they, the ladies they did, man. The ladies man. That's what I was going to uh, say. It's Pat. It's Pat. No, I was going to say Night at the Roxbury. Yeah, Night yeah. at the Roxbury. We should do a whole most of movies those. based on SNL skits are bad. Every once in a while, there's a few like MacGruber. Is a funny one. I never saw it. Oh, uh, you should. It's actually yeah. it's pretty good. Yeah, Wayne's World is, is one that's yeah, good, but most of those are are bad. Well, if if I get this job and and my my um, availability becomes open, we don't have to take a summer break, and uh, we could just dig a whole month of SNL movies. Oh, are, I don't that's know. That's, what that's, that's, that's <laughs> grueling. Um, no, we're doing it, guys. It's my show. <laughs> oh, the, the Coneheads. I think Cone is heads, that's based yeah. on SNL skits. Sure um, let me ask you one thing. Well, it, we'll go, we'll, oh, god. Yeah, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. So, so, so the number is like, 
it's it's hard to to rate, but I'm I'm I think it's generous by giving a negative two. Yeah, I I I think you're. You know what? I'm just gonna jump in and give my rating. Um, and I'm give it give it a negative three. Like I want to give it a negative two. Um, it would be probably a negative five if it wasn't Chris Farley. But yeah. it is like you're gonna watch this movie and just instantly forget about it. And I don't think as a 30 year old, I mean, unless you're my girlfriend, you're you're not gonna laugh. But she only laughed like twice, maybe three times. Um, and and going from me who loved it as a kid watching it now like i was like almost hurt like like it just was like this is it's a big letdown for you it is the 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 parts that i remember being funny are not funny and then like the space what did you did you remember anything being funny that you thought yeah um so i meant i remember um like the the hibachi scene the bit so like the three things i think i remember is the hibachi scene the scene um, where they take the mushrooms and he's acting like the guy that and like like Will Sasso and um, uh, the scene at the beginning where he's like trying to hide from Sally Jones, Allison Page, and he like jumps through like the 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 the, the scene that we sort of oh, talk about the right. shelf breaking and he burns the, the the scroll that sort of thing. Oh, I hope they got an extra. Yeah, right. <laughs> like I I feel like those three stand out in my mind, but it's like those from getting to the first one of those to the second one of those just felt like like an eternity yeah yeah every time yeah every time one of these scenes goes on too long it feels like the scene should end with chris farley screaming like in a van (laughs) down by the river yeah and it's like there were a lot of times when it was just like a scene's happening a scene's happening oh chris farley falls on a table and it's like where did that come from um like it didn't lead to any. Like a lot of the comedy didn't lead. to No, and I don't think he's build. phoning it in at all. That's what I'm, no, I, 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 so. like, I don't mean. To, I just meant like I feel like they just kept asking him to do this stuff, and he was just doing what they asked him to do. And he was like, I don't really want to be doing this. Yeah. Well, a lot of the jokes like that are sort of just throwaway. It's just like there's the joke, Improv. and it's yeah. It's not like the joke leads to this. It's not like a, like a scenario builds uh, necessarily. Maybe the hibachi scene is like the best version of that. But it's not like he, this happens and then that happens and it builds up in this. Now this whole scenario is like crazy and it's going to lead to like the next thing. It's sort of just set up, joke, set up, joke, next scene. So I'm going to go with a negative three. I'll go next. Yeah. I will, because um, I feel like we all have our own versions of our negatives and positive mm-hmm. uh, sure. scale. I know you're always very much into the, the thematical uh, in writing part of it and always for me it's like either like the, the potential of the movie and like when they fail to deliver that potential oh yeah, yeah. and just like a, a, a basic level of just like entertainment and within like what the movie is trying to present to us and I will give this movie a two I wasn't bored at all watching wow. it uh, I think that the story is not there uh, there is not a story right. but that necessarily didn't bother me because I wasn't expecting to be one uh, mm. as I was watching it. Interesting. Per se. And as we discuss here, and we all kind of agree that the actors in this movie, they're all very committed to those roles that they are given, even though they are as shallow as they can be, uh, that they all just kind of embrace that zaniness that they are given in there. And like Chris Farley gives it all. And I love the his commitment to, to actually doing the ninjutsu uh, and fighting and doing all the his own stunts pretty much for the whole thing. And uh, uh, I think that there is, I don't want to say enough, but there's like, there's things in there that I found very funny watching it, even like watching with my wife. Well, like what, what did you, what, like, did you have like a favorite moment? 
Uh, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of the... Almost every time that uh, the brother just keeps popping up okay. ahead of, ahead there, of time. There were, I mean, there were times I chuckled, in, but it was like small moments, moments. It was always like things he said or, you know, little things he did. It wasn't like the the big punchline that, that I thought was hilarious. Yeah, no, I, I think that, again, like this could be way, way funnier uh, with even just like punching up jokes. But I think that the, the whole setup with the... The brother, I think, is is for me was always like the saving grace in this, and even watching because I, they're because he's dynamic. playing it very straight. Yes, yeah. and it's, the it's things those, that happen to him are funny. It's one of those things like if this was also Jason Statham playing the brother, <laughs> it would have been hilarious. Yeah, because like you just get you like someone ninja who is like a very like very serious, never done comedy, right? And you just get him to not, again like not do comedy, just right. play everything that would give you. As serious as you can. I, I think the movie would be better if if Haru somehow like catches him like like early on because I feel like I feel like he needs that uh, that that counterbalance there of Chris Farley be the low crazy. Moment. I, I I would even mind it like as soon as he gets to Beverly Hills like he just catches him like in a closet or something like that. Um and so he's and he's, he's like I'm not staying here and and that that way there, there's a whole plot there when he's, he's like you're not a real ninja like you fucking suck. Well, that's but a good like, low moment. I mean, that would be perfect. No, like, I, yeah, I agree. I, and he realizes that he hasn't done anything and like he's been actually incompetent the whole time and like he's been he has yeah, he's no, I, I want to see them lying, more together like, though. Lying I, I, I want to see him. Like I want to see Chris Farley being like, "Will you like please help me?" And he's like, "Okay, like I will help you." And so now it's it, it's the the ninja brother. I wish we knew his name. Uh, go 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 bay go bay go, go yeah. bay. And Gobei's like, 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 we gotta go here. And Chris Farley's like, no, like, I'm in charge here. Like, we're gonna go there. And so like, Chris Farley's the one getting him in this situation. Like, and then and then Gobei is saving them, but he's also learning from from Gobei at the same time about how to actually be a ninja. Um, I I, th- I think that balance there would have would have really worked a lot better. Watching for me came pretty much out of entitlement. It is the fact that mm-hmm. he's told right that he is this great ninja. Yes, that right. he's the great ninja. So right. every time that things fall on his lap, he just assumes that that's why it happens. Mm-hmm. Is because like he is so good that even when he's doing it wrong, it works out for him. Yeah. And the moment when he's meet sensei. And Gobe is hiding, and he's and you have. I think that's his. Again, I think it could be better, but yeah. his low moment is the fact that he realizes that like he is not good, and he wishes he was as good as Gobe, mm-hmm. and he just doesn't understand the fact that the only reason why he's getting ahead is because Gobe is, right. and Gobe just needs to have the heart. Okay, yeah, and that's I see what you're saying. That's for me why the the story. I don't want to use the word works, but I think that's why. Like I. I wasn't bored watching it. It got okay. Tarzan voice stuck in my uh, head. It got Tarzan voice stuck in my uh, head too. I was yeah. humming it all day. So that's that that song. Um, when I was working my job in college, um, with the coworker, we stumbled upon that song, and they're like, "Eric, you need to make a shot for shot video of this song." <laughs> and I still talk to those people. They're like, "You still need to do that." Like we're waiting. I'm down. I have that green screen now. I have a camera. What is this? Yeah. What song? Tarzan, Tarzan boy. It's that 80s song. You do that. Yeah. Oh, Harold. Let me just. We'll just. Tonight. Give me a love. Give me a love. You know music more than all of us. Hold up. I feel like that's in like a ton of 80s movies. Oh, 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 oh. It wasn't the movie that he literally just watched. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
I like the kung fu fighting, and um, I'm turning Japanese. They, they, they went really hard. With <laughs> I like forgot the, they did that in the beginning, song, which is yeah. also a song about masturbating. It is turning no. Japanese. Yeah. Why? Yeah. The song I'm tur- because he's masturbating so much that he's he's squinting his eyes. Ah. He's never do that. Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, yeah. If you listen to lyrics, it's all about him like looking at pictures of this girl on a wall and then fantasizing about her, and that's why he's like, I think I'm turning Japanese because he's masturbating wow. and squinting his eyes. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, you, yeah, you're, you're learning first here. Throwback theater. We have a negative three, a negative two, a positive two, and a. Uh, I'm also gonna give it a negative two. Okay. Okay. Uh, mostly because it's it's so forgettable. Like I, yeah. I, it wasn't like I, I didn't feel like I was like being dragged over coals watching this movie. Like I, I've had worse movie watching experiences doing this podcast. Um, negative two might even be a little bit too mean. I could do a negative one, but we'll stick with negative two because it's it's so forgettable. Like yeah. there's not, there's not one moment that I'm like, that's really funny. Right. There's a few bits. Where I'm like, Oh, that kind of works. Yeah. That's funny. But it's not like it, you wouldn't bring it up to anyone. No. Like, oh, I remember that part yeah. in the movie. Like, it's so funny. Like, no, you know, like, remember in Battle Ninja or Chris Farley, like, he's taking off his sir, shoes. I don't. And then, Please and get out of my house. <laughs> Who are you? Oh, I'm Kobe. <laughs> I'm here to protect I'll be you. I'm here forever. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna also, I'm gonna land on negative two. I think I'm gonna side with, okay. with Lee. I, I also just before we finish this whole thing, it's nothing yeah. related to the movie. One of the reasons why I chose the movie when you're asking what the next two that we'll do before we, we mm-hmm. may or may not take a break was I was sitting in the house and on the t- I turned on the TV and had the Vizio and they just gives me like free Vizio movies and, and that was on there. The first one that <laughs> popped up was like Beverly Hills Ninjas and that's when I. You asked, and I was like, I, was like, I I'll watched click this it, and this Tubi. is started. I also I like, watched it on Tubi. I was like, I sent you off. I was like, well, let's do this one. I, I know exactly where I can watch it. The T is aside. I feel God. like I do that so much that like I just like turn on because I'm like at the time I don't give a shit. Like I have to like I'm building this robot arm that's over here, and it's like I just need something. <laughs> and you just go on Netflix, and it's like, do you want to watch Billy Madison? I'm like, fine, I don't care. Good, <laughs> like works. Well, I like that Netflix also has that weird shuffle button now. Ne- I never like it. No, it, it never, never gives me anything I want. Yeah, I want. That only Bridgerton. What I, <laughs> I want that button for like just individual series. Like I was, I want yeah. to go to like the X Files and just be like, give me a random X Files episode. Sure, yeah. like, they should be able to customize yeah. it. Yeah, Netflix pay us and we'll uh, we'll yeah, tell like, you the I'm story. Like, I'm like going to sleep. I'm like, okay, randomize. It's like here's the story of Jeffrey Dahmer. I'm like, no, nah, I don't want this. What are you doing? <laughs> or it's like it's like it's like a it's like a long Netflix produced series. It's like it's on the fifth season. Here you go. We we're gonna start you out on this. And you're like, ah, no, I like I don't want to do I feel this. Like they always just try to give me their shitty Netflix yeah, shows. It's like, do. yeah, this is the, the seventh season of this show that you never heard. <laughs> And it costs like $5 for us to make it every year. <laughs> Take it. Like, yeah. I don't want this. All right. Well, let's, I, I feel like we're all out of beer. So that's a sign that we need to wrap things <laughs> up. So and any, any other notes? Probably not. Okay, great. Um, thank you so much for listening. Make sure you stick around for the trailer, which might be our last one before the break. We will see. And again, we still have some stickers left, although I know some are already up in some bathrooms around in Pittsburgh here and, and beyond. Um, so make sure you reach out to us if you want one of those stickers. We still have Where some can they reach us, Eric? Throwback theater podcast at gmo.com or facebook.com slash throwback theater podcast um make sure you click this one i think there's like another podcast that they like talk about dumb shit with the same name the idiots yeah they they have like 10 episodes and they're they're like oh we're crazy because we're talking about the rugrats movie i'm like get the fuck out of here (laughs) amateurs yeah Yeah, right way to spoil way to spoil our next movie (laughs) it's not the rugrats movie don't worry about Uh, it we'll do it it will be better yeah, exactly, exactly. You know what? I, I gotta say one thing about the Rugrats movie. It was really sweet because it, the VHS tape was orange. Oh, I know. I had it. Yeah. 
Um, we're gonna. Um, we should just do all the movies that they do and just do them better. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like be, be more snooty about it. Just be like, mm. so when when I was in my my master's class for screenwriting, <laughs> I remember learning, learning well, about the birth of Dill Pickles is actually symbolic of Marxism in, in the Rugrats universe. <laughs> Marxism and Christ. <laughs> okay, make sure you stick around for the trailer for next week's movie, and uh, and we'll see you then. Thanks. Have a good night. show the world what you're made of when you're allergic to just about everything i'm allergic to diapers hands scissors grass even my parents and then i met chloe but she's about to marry the wrong man you know mark well the wedding's this saturday in niagara falls and i have to stop her so now I'm going to go out into the world and win her back. And nothing is going to stand in my way. This is awesome! It's his first time out in the world. The girl I love is getting married, and I have to stop the wedding. That's so, so beautiful. I, too, once loved another. He did? And with a little help from his new friends, he just might find a way. To make his dreams come true. You didn't get out of that bubble room to play it safe, did you? Yeah! Go for it. This is great! Whoa, I like the look of this! You want $500! You want $500! $500! Bubble Boy. You got the music in the 